Hey everybody, I just want to welcome you to the start of the platform for The Passion Farmer. I am super excited because The Passion Farmer is something that I've been working on for a really long time and I'm just so ready to share the words that I've put together for you and kind of share the idea behind it. Today is basically going to be an introduction day so that everybody can know what we have going on here and what the scheduling will be like. So what I'm going to do is introduce the Passion Farmer, what it stands for, and basically the idea behind it. With that, I'll go ahead and introduce myself. For those of you who don't know me, my name is Riley Spurgeon. I am from the small town of Cuba, Missouri, which in FFA terms is in Area 14. And for those of you not in FFA, we're about an hour south of St. Louis. So we're kind of in the south central region of Missouri. I have grown up riding horses, showing cattle, raising poultry, hogs, honeybees, gardening, really anything you can think of I've probably tried at some point in time. My parents and I have had phases where we've gardened and canned our own food, we've raised honeybees, we have raised 200 meat birds at a time and a lot of production pullets. We kind of have these stages that we go through and kind of have fun together with. So that's always been a really cool learning experience. I also help my uncle with his bucking bulls and cow herd. I help with feeding, chores, um, just kind of the basics there sometimes. And then I also have a beating brief, a breeding beef herd for myself for my SAE project. I am also a huge photography nerd, in case you don't know. Anything photography or literature related. I love to write and I love to take pictures, so be prepared for that on this platform. I feel like my diversified background has given me that inspiration to start this platform that I needed, and I also feel like it's given me enough knowledge that I can help share with other people the basics to agriculture and the many different aspects of it. I'm going to tell you right now, I do not consider myself an expert in any of these fields because I don't feel that I could be considered an expert just because of a few years of experience or because I have read a few books or mentored for a couple years under somebody. I don't feel like that really gives me the right to say I'm an expert. So just keep in mind that I can give somebody a good base idea of what a topic is and where they can go to find more information, but I'm not going to dive in and say, this is how you need to run your system, because I don't consider myself that good. So a little bit of information about the Passion Farmer. The Passion Farmer has been in the making for a couple of years now. I started listening to podcasts at the beginning of my high school career. I remember I would be on my way to school in the mornings, driving my car, listening to podcasts like some 40-year-old soccer mom. And it kind of cracked me up at the time, but that was whenever I really fell in love with podcasts. I loved how conversational they felt while they were still being very educational and sometimes very entertaining. 
I also love that there's no video because usually I get caught up watching the camera work instead of listening to what the person is actually saying. That can all be thanked to my photography nerdism because I will be sitting there watching a video be like, oh, look at that arc. It was so smooth and that zoom was so nice right there. We don't need that. So I just listen to podcasts. But after I learned about my love of podcasts, I knew that I wanted to start one for myself because I have quite a few stories from my past and quite, quite a few lessons that I've learned from my past. So I thought, why couldn't I start one? Why couldn't I start a podcast and share some of my stories and experiences with those who maybe haven't learned that yet or haven't experienced that? So that was kind of my idea behind this. Um, I started building the idea of what I wanted this podcast and platform to look like. And I just, I kind of came up with the name on a whim. I was making a vision board actually at New Year's. I do it every year to kind of give me an idea of what I want out of the upcoming year. So I was making this vision board and I was cutting titles and words and pictures out of magazines like we used to do in middle school art class to make those collages. And I kind of just started pasting them together and I saw The Passion Farmer and I thought, I love that. I love that idea of Passion Farmer. That is just, it amazed me. Because to me, a farmer is somebody who takes care of crops or livestock and sometimes in some instances people whenever they're teaching leadership and raising a family so to me the passion farmer was like saying someone who takes care of their own interests so if I called myself a passion farmer it meant I was taking care of my interests which is something that I used to really struggle with and I really put aside my own interests for a long time. And so seeing this was kind of like an eye-opening ordeal because it, it made me look back and be like, this is what I need to change and this is what I need to do. And this podcast is going to help me change and it's going to help other people change and better themselves and their futures. So that was kind of the idea behind The Passion Farmer and how I came up with it. Some of the goals for The Passion Farmer that I have are we're going to have motivational podcasts every Monday. And then I would say every other Thursday we will have a specialty podcast, which could be an interview. It could be a news topic of something that has happened that I kind of explain It could be just general knowledge about an agriculture industry. So like the beef industry or the pork industry or somebody who raises honeybees. Or it could be an interview with small businesses or ways you can start businesses and manage. So it could really just be anything like that. Some kind of specialty topic that I pick. So... You'll just kind of have to stay tuned to see what happens with those and where they lead to. So yeah, that is basically the idea behind the Passion Farmer. Um, 
I will have a blog coming up soon. It hasn't launched yet. I'm still working on getting some finishing details lined out. So it should be up within the next week. And I will try and get a motivational podcast up today. If I don't get it up today, I'll have it up tomorrow since we didn't really have a motivational podcast. But I have so many exciting topics laid out for you all that I hope that you can stay followed and stay tuned because there's going to be some really good and really helpful stories for you up here soon. So yeah, I'm just super excited for you all to start this journey with me. I have been waiting for this for so long and I'm just so, so excited. All I can tell you is to go out and be a passion farmer. Take care of yourself and your own interests and use that ability to grow yourself and grow your future. That's all I have for you guys today. I hope that you enjoyed the podcast. Um, I highly recommend you following Fallon Taylor if you're interested in more motivational speaking or self-improvement. She is a very powerful person and amazing with showing you how you can improve yourself and looking for those places that could need improving that you didn't realize before. So if you're interested, her podcast is titled Fallon Taylor and her Instagram is Fallon Taylor 2. She posts some very, very good content. So I highly recommend following her. I want to thank you for listening to the podcast today. And I hope that you can take the sticks and stones aspect and apply it to taking care of your interests as a passion farmer. So with that, go out, be a passion farmer, and get some stuff done. Happy Monday morning, everybody. Today's podcast I'm excited for because the topic came to me over the weekend and I know I had some planned out but I kind of really just wanted to talk about this one because it kind of stuck out in my mind. So today's topic is sticks and stones. I know a lot of you have probably heard the saying sticks and stones may break my bones but words will never hurt me and I just I really love that saying because I'm the kind of person who is very hurt by words I could be I could have stones thrown at me and they wouldn't hurt like words do so I think that's kind of the ideal behind that but the reason for this podcast is I was listening to a song and I don't know how many Casey Musgraves fans we have out there but in her song called Step Off there is the saying Sticks and stones may build a throne, but you'll be up there all alone. So, in other words, she's saying your lies and deceit and hurt might get you a throne, but it's going to, you're going to be up there alone because you're not going to have any allies in that. So, I kind of found that interesting because her side of it is if you are mean and deceitful to people, you're going to drive them away which makes sense because nobody wants to stay around somebody who does that and she says you'll get a throne think of it like somebody at work if they're working working they're probably there's some people that would go to the extent not probably but there are some people who would try and take other people down in order to make themselves higher up 
So she's saying, you can take as many people down as you want and get your throne at the top, but you're going to be alone because you're not going to have any allies. And I love how she said that because it made me think, but sticks and stones can also build good thrones because you can have, think of it as that other person. They might have gotten tore down by someone trying to better themselves, get their throne, but... The positive person is going to be able to build a throne so much better because they're going to use those sticks and stones to build their own. I know um, I kind of got to where I would take people's words. I don't know. I would take them very personally, and I still do. It's one of my many flaws. I am a very literal person. I like literature and reading, so... When somebody says something to me, I tend to take it and think it over and kind of roll it through my mind because to me, I like to find hidden meanings, (laughs) which isn't a good thing because sometimes there's not hidden meanings and it's just a lot of extra stress that I put myself through. And I'm sure there's probably a lot of people out there that do the same. And so whenever I heard that saying sticks and stones may build a throne, I kind of thought, yeah, okay, other people, what they say, and kind of how they pull me down, that has pushed me to work harder and go for what I want harder, because part of me wants to prove them wrong, which is not necessarily a good thing, but then in a way it is. I'm not a vengeful person, I don't like getting revenge or anything of that sort, but I will take someone's words and use them to push me to be better, not for them, but for myself. Because to me, if somebody's going to say that about me, then I'm just going to show them that they don't have a reason to say anything, you know? So whenever I judged horses last year, there was a lot of people that were saying, oh, well, this is your first year judging horses, you're not going to be that good at it, or it's going to take you a year to be able to give a set of reasons that you get a 40 on, or anything along those lines. People were just kind of tearing me down, and I I kind of used that. I pushed myself because I was so, so intent on not really proving everybody wrong, but proving to myself that it was something that I wanted to do and something that I wanted to be good at. So I wanted to prove to myself that what they said wasn't true. I wanted to be like, Riley, you can do this. It doesn't matter what they say, but you got this. And I think that's what a lot of people do. And I think a lot of times that gets confused for arrogance or people looking for revenge or bragging, but it really doesn't. If somebody like me, I don't like to brag. I have not really low self-confidence with that, but I am overly humble. I don't talk about my accomplishments because I'm afraid people will think I'm bragging, you know? And so whenever I bring up like what all I want at contests and stuff like that. I'm not doing it to brag. I'm doing it because I'm proud of myself and I'm proud that I've overcome all of these people and obstacles and all of the negativity 
to still be successful in reaching the goals that I have put for myself. So I think that's kind of what a lot of people think whenever they try and go for things that everybody says they can't because it's not that they want to prove everybody wrong. I mean, that is a small part. You do want to prove people wrong. But I think a lot of it is we want to prove to ourselves that they're wrong. Because if you truly love something, I know there is a um, world champion team roper. I can't think of his name. I want to say that it's Smith, but I'm not sure if it was him that said it or not. But he said, I started out kind of as, I mean, he started out as a nobody. He said, I started as a nobody and I used all of those people through high school that told me that I was chasing some crazy dream that I would never be good enough and that it was pointless to go for all this. I used them to push myself to where I am today and now I have world titles. And to me, that's kind of how I feel. He didn't do it for the other people. He did it for himself because it was something that he loved to do. And I think that's what this is kind of trying to say with these sticks and stones. You use those sticks and stones that other people throw at you to build your own throne. Not for the sake of others and to flaunt that you've built a throne, but because you know that it's something that you want and you love and you just kind of go for it and do it. Um, I know I kind of have gotten to where I told myself, well, maybe they're right. Maybe I'm just not quite capable of it this year. What if I just waited and got some experience and tried to go for it next year? But that's not the mindset to have because if you have that mindset, you're never going to get it done. You have to believe now is the time and I am the one that has to do it because nobody else is going to come in and pick up those stones and build a throne for you. Nobody's going to spend all of their time helping you build yourself without trying to at least get something for them. I mean, that's people are kind, but they're not that kind, you know? So you have to realize that you're the one who has to take all of these stones from all of these people and put them together. And the time that you have to do that is right now because nothing is ever going to line up to work out. You're going to have to work for something that you want. The timing will never be right. You just have to make it happen. My kind of influencer... Fallon Taylor. If you don't follow her on Instagram or if you're a podcast nerd, she is really, really good and I highly recommend her. But she always says, the ducks will never be in a row. The time is never going to be right. You just have to make the time for it. And I know that's kind of hard to do because you don't want to just be sitting at your kitchen counter and be like, okay, I'm going to go do this today. I mean, it just seems so big and extreme and scary. You can't just sit at your kitchen counter and be like, okay, I'm going to take everything anybody's ever said to me, and I'm going to go be a world champion tomorrow. Like, that doesn't happen. That's where you have to build your steps 
and set your time and your goals because even when you're okay let's relate building your throne to a building if you're building a throne right it's like building anything else you have to do it in steps you have to start with the foundation getting your supplies together you have to mix your cement you have to then start laying your stone and being sure everything's level. There's a lot to it. It's not just simply stacking the stones together because that kind of throne is going to fall very easily. So one thing I highly recommend doing if you're going to try and build something for yourself is to really take the time to study and put a plan together. You want to have every piece in order before you go and try to accomplish that thing. So I'm not going to start trying to build my throne if I haven't picked up the rocks. I mean, if I don't have the rocks or if I don't have the cement, what am I going to build it with? You have to have the supplies and you have to have the steps and the knowledge of the steps in the order they go in to be able to accomplish this. The time that it's going to take to do this is probably a while, depending on what your goal is. If it's a short-term goal, like say, I want to make all A's in all of my classes before the end of the semester, that's not so bad. You just kind of break it up by your weeks and do your assignments and whatever else it is that you need to do. But if it's something... Like me saying, well, I'm going to qualify to be an Olympic equestrian, okay? So like an Olympic rider kind of thing. So like I would ride horses, either show jumping, dressage, whatever. If I was going to qualify to do that, that's going to take a very, very long time for me. Because one, I don't have a horse at the moment. Two, I haven't ridden a horse in four years. Three, I don't know how to ride dressage. Or I really don't know a ton about show jumping. So I'm going to have to take the time to learn everything I can about the discipline I'm going into. And then I'm going to have to build facilities before I even think about buying a horse. And I'm going to have to build my funds and go through my financial statement. And then I have to get my horse I have to practice riding, have to train with the horse, which is going to take months, years to get good. I'm going to have to show the horse so that I know how to work under pressure. And then I'm going to have to find shows that I can try and qualify to higher circuits. I'm going to have to move up through the levels so that I can even get to a show that I can qualify for the Olympics at. And then I'm going to have to try and qualify for the Olympics. So, like, that goal, that whole ideal of a dream is going to take a very long amount of time, but I can't let that amount of time scare me because it's going to take a long time either way. I mean, the time is going to pass anyways, so would I rather spend all of my time riding horses, learning, bettering myself as an equestrian... Or would I rather sit at my desk and type poetry and write short novels like I usually do? I mean, you kind of just have to find what you want to do and go with it.
So what I recommend for you is to get an idea and just kind of take everything everybody has ever said to you. All of those stones and those sticks. You can, if you want to make just a solid stone throne, you can burn the sticks or you can put the sticks together and take timbers and you can make a big cool wooden and stone throne if you like that whole rustic cabin type thing. I mean you can do whatever you want with it but you just have to take it step by step because people's words and lies and deceit is always going to hurt. You just have to find the steps it takes for you to be able to deal with it. Because people aren't going to stop saying mean things. They're just always going to say it. I have caught myself saying it, though I try not to. And then I realized, and I was like, man, I'm sorry. That just kind of came out of my mouth. And I didn't mean it in a rude way, but that's kind of how it came out. And I'm just, I'm really sorry. And I mean, as much as the other person would say, oh, no, it's fine. It's no big deal. It's still in their mind because it was already said. And so whether it the human instinct is to second guess. So if somebody says something like that and then they're like, no, I'm like, I really didn't mean it. Your whole mind is going to be going. But are you really sure that you didn't mean it? Because that's what the human mind does. It takes everything and it tries to protect you from past experiences so whether you've been hurt by other people, what they've said, um, how they've treated you, if they've lied to you, your mind is going to be trying to protect you from those things. So you just have to figure out how to train your mind to not let it bother you. Because people are always going to say these things no matter how hard they may try not to. It's going to be said. And you're going to have to find a way to build a wall and filter in what needs to come in and kind of wave to what is stuck on the outside still being still being kind to it but letting it keep a safe distance from you and your happiness I hope that this has kind of given you an idea of the sticks and stones aspect that I've thought about it's kind of stuck in my mind for a couple days and so I hope you can think about it a little bit too. If you're interested, you can listen to the song. It kind of helps give an idea as well as to what Casey Musgraves is saying because, I don't know, I love Casey Musgraves. She's like straightforward and brutally honest, but she's not necessarily rude about it. It's just kind of like a, oh yeah, she said that. I mean, I can't believe she said it, but it so sounds good and it's funny. So yeah, if you're interested in listening to the song, it is called Step Off by Casey Musgraves. Also, as I mentioned earlier, Fallon Taylor, if you're interested in motivational podcasts, she is a very good one to go check out. She has a ton from the last, I think, two years, so I've listened to all of them at least once, and I've listened to multiple on repeat. They're just amazing. She is an amazing person, and she's a very logical but emotional thinker, so she kind of applies to all aspects of your life, which is really nice. 
So if you're looking for motivation, you can also go there. I should have another podcast out Thursday with a topic of some things that are going on right now. So be prepared for that. And yeah, I think that's all I have for today in terms of announcements. I'll probably have on my story a little bit more information about the next podcast. And I might... I might be able to upload a part of a blog post to the Instagram because the blog is still going through its progress. But our podcast is now available on Spotify. Um, they-